some ideas that I'm just tossing out there is you simply pay it and you eat that cost. Everything else stays status quo. And maybe if you're profitable enough, then that's all right. That's just part of the overall increase of your sunk cost. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason J. Lou Lewis. And today's episode, we're diving into the topic of how to handle the increasing employee salaries and overall cost, especially in real estate, but in business in general. If you are a small business, even an individual broker or investor that has an admin or a project manager or such, most likely you've seen in the past two years, the increase in these salaries, especially if you've hired someone new or you've had to replace someone. It's very tough. Because most small business owners want to do what's right. They want to add value. They want to give back. That's why they're in business is to you know help people. Most of the time, they're in it as much for themselves as, as to help others. So when these salaries start increasing and the need and sometimes just the guilt of needing to pay that additional salary or the additional income to your staff, because others are, or just the market with inflation is is kind of requiring it. It's tough because you still have to do what's in the best interest of the business. Without the business being profitable, sustainable, where you can keep it for the longevity, then that employee or that team member isn't going to have a job at all. So it's a fine line that keeps a lot of small business owners and small real estate professionals up at night. Is that rising? cost of just overhead. But more specifically in this topic, in this podcast, it's part of the salary increase of that overall general overhead. So here in Denver, January of this year, the city increased the minimum wage to 1587. So that's up considerably from where it was. That's what they feel is a livable wage. The RTD, which is our our bus system, recently announced that they are increasing it above the 1587 to 1887, which was around 15 prior. Vail Resorts, if you've come out to Colorado or actually now that they own pretty much everything ski mountain related, is announcing that they are now increasing all of their lifties, their staff, their minimum wage to a minimum of $20 starting next year. That's a, a considerable jump from what it was two, three years ago. So if you're a small business, that's going to have a direct effect on the sustainability of of your business, especially if you're a startup or you're in that growth phase and there isn't a lot of salary or there isn't a lot of income or net profit. There might be a lot of income, but on that startup phase, there's also a lot of overhead. So these are things that I just want to dive into a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, Essentially, right now, the average, if you're a real estate broker, anyone out there that's wanting to grow their business, most likely if they're hitting those numbers, they have help. If you want to be a million dollar gross revenue brokerage team, you have to have an admin, if not two, if not also a transaction coordinator. So the average in the US 
is 21 to 79,000 per what I've I found on some different stats with the medium sal- median salary of about 48,000. So what that gets you at $25 an hour that equates to about 52,000 with what RTD, Vail Resorts, and a lot of people here in Colorado are, are starting off at that $20 range. That equates to $41,740 based on a 40-hour, eight-to-five work week and 52 weeks a year, which equates to around 2,087 hours, workable hours a year. So around that $25 an hour range, you're hitting that 50 mark. To hit that 100K mark, you're at that 50 plus dollar an hour range. So it's going up and it's something that you need to be careful of if you are wanting to jump all in in the real estate world and grow that business. So essentially causing this, that's not, I'm not an economist. That's not my degree nor my background, but just what I see out there from experts. Essentially, it's overall just inflation. It's things such as college debt is at an all time high. That student loans that are coming out, it's two, three, four times as much as it was just five or 10 years ago. Healthcare cost, overall just level living. So that's kind of that livable wage as, as Denver calls it. So just what it costs just to live and all of the other little things in life. So it's increasing. So to sustain that livable wage, salary has to go up. So Let's dive into a couple of thoughts I just had to toss out there. Again, this is a very general podcast. It's more to get you creatively thinking about what you can do, making sure that if you're planning to grow, that you are accounting for these increases in salaries, that if you want to get that million dollar brokerage, real estate brokerage team, and that's your goal, that you are out there researching what your city, what your state, what that average salary is going to be because it's most likely higher than you think given today's current situation. So some ideas that I'm just tossing out there is you simply pay it and eat that cost. Everything else stays status quo. What that's going to do is just eat at your bottom line. And maybe if you're profitable enough, then that's all right. That's just part of the overall increase of your sunk cost. Other option, you pay it and you increase your prices. If you are in the brokerage game or you're in the consulting, if you're maybe a wholesaler or such, maybe you need to increase those prices to offset the additional cost that you're incurring. Issue with that is if the competition doesn't do so, it's going to put you at a significant disadvantage. Third, you pay it and you do everything you can to make more. You go into this saying, my costs are rising. I have to reset my goals. I have to reset what ultimately I'm going to make gross this year to offset the increase in overhead. So essentially, I'll net the same. I just got to go make more. I got to work more. I got to hustle harder. I got to hustle smarter. And that's that mentality. So one of those three, if you're going to essentially pay the additional wages, those are kind of the three that at least we've looked at internally. Then there's option of you don't pay it and you figure out alternative methods to retain or attract those key employees and staff. Maybe that's through equity, bonuses. If you're in real estate and you're 
developing or you're fixing flipping or such, maybe you can, or maybe long-term holding that you can provide incentives in, in some equity into those deals. So maybe you aren't paying a direct five or $10 an hour bump, but more incentive-based. So if you want to get creative and find ways to do it outside of just increasing the dollar amount per hour or dollar amount per year to keep competitive with your competition. The other is, is kind of that last one is just find alternative help. So maybe you don't hire that person or you don't replace that person. An example of that is maybe to find more of an entry-level position. So maybe you would hire that more key admin assistant, that higher level, but maybe you can work on your systems, your process procedures to be able to hire a more entry-level person that's more green. So you can pay them less or potentially you can attract them at that salary that that prior person you know was getting before they left. The other is virtual help. If you're on any of the Facebook groups, you will see that a lot of people are pushing VAs, virtual assistants. Now they have virtual cold callers. We've done a few episodes on this, so I won't dive into that. But alternative options outside of your city, whether that's virtual in the US or virtual outside the US. In major metros such as Denver, San Francisco, Austin, your cost, your livable wage is going to be much higher. What you're going to have to do to attract that person is to pay more. So maybe you don't want to go full international virtual, virtual, but you can find someone, say, in Alabama or Oklahoma where the cost of living is lower. Our bookkeeper recently couldn't justify the cost of living in Colorado, and she is moving to Alabama. So she isn't increasing her prices, but she's lowering her cost of living to kind of justify it. So that's what she's kind of doing. So if if I want to go find, you know, a bookkeeper and I don't want to pay Denver prices where if she stayed, she would have had to increase those those rates, I would look to other markets. So the last is technology. A lot of people are just replacing McDonald's as a and all of the checkout at, at Walmart and at grocery stores. They're essentially essentially replacing people with technology. So if there's those technological tools that would allow you to replace a person or a role at a much cheaper rate, then that might be that alternative. So even apps such as Asana, where a lot of stuff is automated and project management and Google, Google, there's so many things now that companies that they bought and apps that they bought within their their business suite even things such as voice transcribe and all the dictation. So now you can write a letter while you are driving or working out or wherever, whatever that might be, where you're, you're able to dual task and justify, you know, being able to do that on your own without hiring that admin to type out those letters or write those emails. So those are kind of the ones I just want to toss out there. So it's given salaries are going up. The cost to retain and attract key high-level top-tier employees, staff is going up. So you have to get creative and have to think outside the box, as we always end our podcast with, to be able to make sure that your bottom line isn't negatively affected because of that. So that's my challenge to everyone is 
to think of alternative options within your business to make sure that you're sustainable, you're profitable, you're able to stay in the real estate game for the long term and ride the ups and downs of the different cycles that we go through right now. We're seeing that cycle being in salaries. So that's it. As always, until next time, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box. Think outside the box.